Hey, this is Corey Wong. If you are interested in guitar players, if you're interested in artists and how they think, why they create, what it is that motivates them to create, come check out my podcast, Wong Notes Podcast, where I get to interview some of my absolute heroes, people like John Mayer, Niall Rogers, Jacob Collier, Madison Cunningham, Benson, Vi, Santana, Satriani, Lukather, Matheny. Oh, the names are insane icons of the guitar, icons of artistry and creativity. I absolutely love sitting down with these musicians and getting to ask them about their creative process and get into the details of why they do what they do. Check it out, Wong Notes. Listen now, wherever you get podcasts. Another episode of Chasing Frets. As you heard on Monday, I'm joined this week by Joe Gore. Hi, folks. And uh, and we have been having such a great time hanging with Kirk uh, and kind of picking his brain about everything. And uh, the topic today is originally is going to be focused on Chicago blues uh, and kind of his influence and what he's gleaned from that. But as you'll hear, we kind of branch out geographically and we talk about a bunch of different regional blues styles and and what Kirk has kind of pulled from them, and if there's a style that you're interested in, something you can listen for. Yeah, it's it, he's. I, this is one of those players who's a music scholar as well as a great player, and he really uh, speaks knowledgeably about the different regional styles, the nuances between individual players. Um, this is a well-informed dude. And he had this phrase that he said. I, I I think it's in this. It's either this one or Fridays, where he goes. It's either it either has to be uptown or low down you know and that really stuck with me as far as we were talking about the various different styles of blues that that have influenced them is that it's either you know like the the sophisticated robin ford larry carlton stuff that he was so influenced by or even uh like on his new record my blues pathway he has this really kind of down and dirty tune with charlie musclewhite you know who we, t- we talk about who he'd done some, yeah. some touring and playing yeah I, I admit i kind of i kind of it was uh because kirk had played with uh fabulous thunderbirds i really kind of had him in my mind as a texas guy um and you know sh- that's the you know texas blues is one you know stream leading to his river but uh you know there's a lot more there too and uh, and his passion for uh chicago blues is is uh immense and you'll mm-hmm. uh You'll hear some of that when we talk. So uh, so that's going to be today's episode with Kirk Fletcher. So you can hit us up at chasingfrets at premierguitar.com. And let's hop right into it. All right, Kirk. So one of the topics that really came to mind after I've been listening to your, your albums now for years and bumping into you at various NAMM shows oh. is, is the influence of the different regional blues styles and it's always interesting to me to talk to a modern blues guitar player and see where their kind of roots go and one thing i hear pop up uh, a lot in your playing is is the influence of chicago blues so when somebody Mm -hmm. when you hear somebody talk about chicago blues what's the sound that comes to mind well in sort of the small, short answer to this question that we can definitely elaborate on, the main key point to me is Mississippi Delta Blues coming to the big city. That's sort of like, if you can imagine, you know, like 
a guy playing, <clears throat> excuse me, a guy playing soulful acoustic country blues like Robert Johnson, Charlie Patton, Tommy Johnson, all of these people from Mississippi. And then that coming to a big city and all of the things that go along with the big city, you know, electricity, electric guitars, fine cars, you know, and nice clothes and all of the things, you know, like some people done Texas to the West Coast, you know, the same thing, I think. So Muddy Waters, Holland Wolf, people like that are really, to me, when I think of Chicago blues, I really think of Muddy Waters, Holland Wolf, Eddie Taylor, and then the later, a little bit later generation of Otis Rush, Buddy Guy, Magic Sam, you know, and a little bit later, then you get the Luther Allisons and different people like Luther, that. You that know. His so, live in Chicago record that was recorded, that <laughs> first, you hear the radio DJ or whatever do the intro, and then that guy kicks off yeah. the shuffle of Soul Fixin' Man. Like, <laughs> it's oh. crazy. And that's the thing. That is like, like, for me, I just connect with that so much. I don't know if it's because my family's from Arkansas. I don't know what it is, but the Chicago blues, it's just because it kind of combines all of the things I love. You know, a lot of those West Side younger blues, Chicago blues guitar players really like B.B. King a lot. So we all know Kirk Fletcher loves B.B. King. And then you got it with this sort of kind of a little bit more like, earthy gritty kind of more like you know stripped down gut bucket kind of thing you know so you're mixing uptown with lowdown and that's that's the story of my life you know i like larry carlton and muddy waters you know i love i love it really slick or lowdown <laughs> You know, and but, but no, it's just no, no Middletown for you. It's either uptown oh, or, or <laughs> uh, Middletown is like you gotta all the way go there or <laughs> keep it like close. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's that's what I really like. You know, I mean, I really like the the singing string guitar with that kind of Chicago like kind of hard. This kind of uh, subgenre also even dives into sh specific shuffles like a chicago shuffle or like, yeah. like a texas shuffle like something chris layton would do with with stevie ray like if we were to break it down a little bit more yeah what are the elements of the chicago blues mm -hmm. sound on on guitar when he maybe when it's start with rhythm guitar what's what's when you think of chicago blues rhythm guitar what what comes to mind well, when I think of Chicago blues rhythm guitar, I think of like Jimmy Rogers, the other Jimmy Rogers <laughs> that play with, uh, you know, the, Muddy one Water. the one that doesn't yodel. Yeah, the one that doesn't yodel. <laughs> but um, uh, Jimmy Rogers, this record called uh, Chicago Bound is one of the records I really think of as far as, you know, like the quintessential Chicago shuffle and kind of where it starts and then things like little walter watch yourself or you know my babe or something like that i really that's really you know yeah. that's real stripped down kind of you know like swinging it's swinging but it's it's raw and it's not a lot on it. it's simple it's simple in concept i think like yeah just, like literally write out the notes it's very simple 
but to get that feel, yeah, like it's very, mm-hmm. very difficult. Absolutely, yeah, I don't think it's deceptively difficult. I think it's just really <laughs> damn difficult. <laughs> it's difficult. It really, really is. And then it kind of, it's, it's like a puzzle. It's like you have to have the right baselines. You have to have the right thing to make it work. You know, I'm not a, a blues. Um, pure, well, I am a blues purist in a way, but I'm also like wild stuff too, you know, cert, like a genre, it would be like, you know, like certain kinds of straight ahead jazz, you know, there are certain things that make that straight ahead jazz. And I feel there are certain things that make it Chicago blues, you know, and if you're writing songs, you could do whatever, you know. <laughs> I feel like in a way, Chicago blues is kind of, the equivalent in the lineage of blues music as bebop is to jazz because i feel like chicago blues is a style that if you're gonna play blues guitar you gotta touch on it at some point and you gotta kind of understand it (laughs) you know and just same thing with bebop no matter what kind of jazz you're gonna play you gotta you're you're gonna have to deal with bebop you might not play bebop like as your thing as your voice but you're gonna have to deal with it at some point yeah i think so it's it, you know you um something you just mentioned in passing um mm-hmm. made me uh think of something i was pondering while i was listening to your music last night and you know here we've got at this point pretty much exactly a 100 year tradition of recorded blues music yeah and you know it's it's you know if you view blues music as the the wellspring of you know jazz and rock and roll and everything else mm-hmm. it's it's like the cornerstone of american music it's kind of the cornerstone of world music because it's influenced so much stuff but yeah. when you look back at this you know obviously you know hearing you talk and hearing you play it's very clear that you're steeped in this tradition and you've mm-hmm. you know you've studied so many different styles and players but mm-hmm. t- you know now 100 years later to what extent is that to what extent when you approach that music do you do it in the sense of you know, honoring the tradition, what, what it is and what it isn't has been defined. And if I'm going to, if you're going to play in this genre, you, you have to, you know, res- respect certain rules and boundaries yeah. that define it yeah. versus to what extent is it a ever growing, ever evolving voice yeah. that, that has no limits? You know, what's the line between you know, honoring the past and yeah, moving forward and, and, and you know, make, making oh. your own thing and playing that style a hundred years later? Yeah. Well, to me, like with any great art form, you know, I think of Jean-Michel Basquiat, you know, the um, fantastic painter, you know, contemporary uh, painter. You know, Jean-Michel was very, very uh, influenced by, you know, the old stuff. He studied all the old stuff. He studied, you know, like in the same with Jimi Hendrix, you know, he studied all that old music that came before him, the older forms and stuff. And I think those are some of the most innovative people to do it, you know, really Hendrix, you know, and I mean, I think that there, the more you can submerge yourself in the history, the more I feel I can go forward, the more I know about the past, I can, like think about it you just have to use your mind and like you know your heart and your spirit to like write songs you know and it'll all come out I think you know if you just write songs and I I you know I like my blues pretty traditional you know like if I want to go out I'll listen to you know like 
I don't know, free jazz or something. You know, I'll listen to that or Alan Holsworth if I want to go to the moon, you know, but like Muddy Waters, I just want to make love to you. That harmonica solo on that song is like, that's, that's the foundation. That's the earth. That's everything. And I think that if people would go a little bit, dig a little bit more deeper in blues and really they will find you know, that is not so boring, you know, it's not so, you know, everybody wants to dress up the blues or take it somewhere else, but do you really know about, you know, this real language of blues, just like jazz, you know, people study jazz and, you know, learn and go to school and all that. And I feel blues is very similar, you know, in a lot of ways. I know that when you were coming up, Mm -hmm. a lot of these greats were still with us you could go you could yeah, hear them beautiful. you could go hear yeah. them play and now yeah. you know a couple of decades yeah. later there there's 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 not many of the you know yeah. not many people from that generation left what i know that you got to play with you know uh, cross paths with great players like hubert sumlin and stuff yeah could you what are what are some of the cases where you 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 did get to you know encounter that 20th century past face to face through you know meeting or jamming with or sitting in with people well, you know, the older players, even though they were of an advanced age when I got to play with some of them, James Cotton, Pine Tops, Perkins, uh, Hubert Sumlin, uh, you know, many of these players like that, you know. Uh, you know, it's like this endless whale. It's like this thing is like they are the blues. They are, they, it's like you never can, you know, like, it's just so embedded in them, you know, that you can't help but be inspired and influenced by it. It's just like no kind of way you can just, you know, stomp them or anything. It's just like they're just endless blues and soul and this earthy thing. And it's just something that's hard to describe, you know. And, you know, me, I've tried to pattern myself after that you know, for whatever that is. But also, like I said, I'm a child of the 80s, you know. So all of those influences now, I kind of, you know, bring up those influences again now. But yeah, it's it's incredible. It's just something that I feel very fortunate to see or play with or hear or just listen to some of those guys talk about how it was. You mentioned, you know, sometimes if you want to get crazy, you'll throw on some free jazz is there, I'm just thinking out loud, is there such a thing as free blues? Uh, Sonny Sharrock? I mean, there, you know, I mean, like, you think about a lot of those guys, they were like blues, they could play the blues, you know. I mean, Pete, some of Pete these Cozy, Pete Cozy for sure. Yeah, yeah, Pete Cozy, you know, different guys like the saxophone players, you know, different guys. I'd, 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 put, I'd put Vernon, I'd put Vernon Reed in that yeah. category too. Yeah. You know, cause, well, because literally, because he did, you know, he 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 knew Muddy Waters and he played yeah. with Ronald Shannon Jackson. You know, it's yeah. like he really did. He did occupy those two worlds. Absolutely. Blood Ulmer. Uh, Blood Ulmer. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Man. What a what a freak. What a great he, player. What is the tone? The tuning is harmonic. Ha, ha, I forget what that's. That was that's or, that's harmonic or harmonic. It was harmonic was uh, Ornette Coleman's. Turn. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but like Vernon, Vernon uh, calls that you know when he play when he plays out. Yeah. Uh, you know he he refers to that as harmonic. 
Yeah. Uh, and what was what what was was Ulmer's Ulmer used some strange tuning. Was it like all the strings tuned to the same pitch or same something pitch crazy or something like, like that? Yeah. I'm probably getting it wrong, but it was definitely not so the tuning cool. that most of us play in. Yeah. It was yeah. so cool. I mean, what a unique is. voice. Yeah. yeah. I saw him I saw him once with Vernon at the Jazz Standard in New York. Oh wow. What was that Jimmy like? Vivino. It was it was cool. I mean, they they were actually pretty they weren't as out as maybe you would think seeing those two names together on the marquee. They were pretty, you know, they're kind of doing their interpretation of more traditional fare. Yeah. But it was it was just cool to see him just sit in his chair and just wail. Yeah. I mean, it was great. That I I just love that stuff and all the, you know, like bitches brew and in a silent way. And you know, I just really you know, that's something else. That's some place I can go to kind of just, you know, cleanse the palate of certain things. You know, I mean, it's just a whole different thing to see how far music can go in a different way. You know, I mean, I don't listen to too much jazz these days because I'm trying to work on my singing. So I listen to a lot of soul music and R&B and older blues stuff just because I'm, you know, kind of working on something. But I spend a lot of time listening to crazy stuff. <laughs> Kirk, well, thank you so much, man, for hanging with us today. And, always a and, pleasure. Oh, thank you oh, so much. To, pleasure. To and, and you. <laughs> so uh, we're going to have him back for one more time this week, and uh, we'll talk to everybody then. All right. Bye.